Ladies and gentlemen, it is once again that time of the month when we, the WSC, go into the VIP. That's right, Sexy Steve. We're going to review TWA Presents Road to Glory. And as always, your hosts, the world's sexiest entertainers, Sexy Steve and Vitamin D. Man, Road to Glory 2023. Crazy night, crazy... It had to have been one of the best wrestling shows that I've ever been a part of. From start to finish, it was it was incredible in my opinion. So, um, the the card changed a little bit from what we what we announced. Some things happened here and there, but we'll get into that. But but overall, fantastic show. Like I mean, a record crowd too at the TWA Arena. Like everyone was there. Everyone loved the show. So uh, if you guys haven't seen a TWA event, come on out. Come on out. Like next show is March fourth. March 4th, the Champions, Champions Ball. And that's going to be crazy, but we'll get into that later. Uh, do you want to go ahead and dive right into it, Vitamin Let's D? Let's dive right into it. Our first match is for the TWA Tag Team Championships, where you have the champions, the Pattersons, the Rockstar Underdog, the Anti-Barbie, defending against Ryan James, the Dark Angel, and his unlikely tag team partner, Cage. I mean, to be honest, I didn't expect these two competitors to team up. I mean, Cage doesn't really seem like a guy who makes friends in the locker room. Uh, he's, he's kind of a loner, you know what I mean? Right, but here's the thing. If Cage gets a chance to hurt people, he's going to take it. Well, that's a good point, Vitamin D. But for me personally, it's just, you got to think of the size comparisons too. Right. I mean, was this a chance for Cage just to bully the Pattersons? I mean, think about how tall he is compared to how short they are. Right, but we all know that, like, Cage doesn't really get along with anybody, and neither does Ryan James, because let me, let me tell you about this. Ryan James and Cage started off the match great as a tag team, but then Ryan decided, hey, I'm going to do it all myself. Yeah, there are many times that uh, that I think Ryan should have went for the tag, but he just he just didn't. He even yelled at Cage. He said, I don't need your help. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm going to do this myself. See, in a tag team match, it, it would be most beneficial for, especially with, the, with, like I said, the size comparison. For them to switch off, like hot tags back and forth, just to keep the Pattersons grounded. Right. Pure domination. Here, here's the thing. He made Cage so mad that Cage just left. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't need you. I don't need this. And then uh, about five minutes later, uh, old Ryan Chase was on the receiving end of a Patterson plunge, and it was one, two, three, and yes, the was. Pattersons retained the title. It was a crazy match, honestly. I, I Like I said in first class, I had I had the Pattersons back. You know, I right. wanted them to win, but th- there for a while, it wasn't looking too likely, especially whenever Cage was announced. And then here comes Cajun Ryan, Ryan James squaring off in the middle of the ring, punching each other, setting up. I mean, I don't think we've seen the last of these two. I feel like that their feud is going to continue, but I don't know how long. Well, definitely. I mean, it, when you think about it, like, like they just lost a chance at a tag team championship. I mean, sure, they might not be a tag team, but that's still championship goal that they could have gotten. But was it about the, the, the titles or was it about them hurting people and well, ego? Well, I mean, I personally, I, I, I can't get into the mind of these two competitors, but... But what about happened after the Pattersons won? Up on the big screen, we get a video package from the, the Mayhem, Mayhem Mafia. They challenged the Pattersons next month, March 4th, at Champions Ball to a ladder match. TWA's first, first ever ladder, ladder match. Mm, that's going to be something great that everyone should be looking forward to. I've never seen a ladder match in TWA. That would be the second one that I've seen at the TWA arena up at that building. Like, it's going to be really hard for the Pattersons to walk out with those titles. Do I think they can do it? Probably. But, I mean, you've got Josh Cortez and Max Cortez. 
Those are some big guys. Yeah, they are. But you got to think about the uh, the speed advantage that the Pattersons have. They're small. They can they can go quick. Like they can work them down. Right. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. So it's going to be something to look forward to uh, next month. Yes, it is. Challenge accepted by the Pattersons after the show. So I'm so excited for that match. So am I. It's like I said, first ever ladder match. I I don't know what to expect, but it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be an instant classic, honestly. As do I, Vitamin D. Speaking of instant classics and what has become my favorite match I've ever seen in the Top Notch Wrestling Alliance, we have for the TWA Championship match two. But by the way, the Road Joshua Charles versus the Champion Mr. Slamuel. You said it's your favorite match of Top Notch Wrestling Alliance? I thought about it, and from a technical, pure wrestling standpoint, entertainment standpoint, 100% my favorite match I've ever saw on TWA. It was an incredible match. I mean, it was it was a lot back and forth. I I personally thought Mr. Slamuel was going to lose his title there for a minute. Right. I mean, he didn't. There was back and forth match, technical move, hard-hitting move, top rope maneuvers. And then there was one point in the match where Joshua Charles had enough. He comes out and grabs the ring bell. Yeah, I haven't really seen a mean streak out of Joshua Charles. No, I mean, this is something new, like a different part of Joshua that I haven't seen. But he comes out and grabs the ring bell, takes it in like he's going to hit Mr. Slamming with it. He almost did. Like, he, he was he was holding it back, like about to start. Everyone begged him not to do it. Because here's the thing. I think um, Cooler Heads prevailed because he, he just dropped the bell and didn't do it. I think he's thought, if I hit him with this... Uh, there's no chance for me to win the title. Exactly. And there was a great show of respect after the match as well. Like, like I said, is is that mean streak something that's going to come back? Like, are we seeing a darker side of Joshua Charles? Or I'm, that- I'm not sure, but um, Mr. Slamuel barely hung on to that title. But they barely are not. He retained, and and, and it's it's his, you know? Oh, yeah, it's 100% like- his. Like, he is still our TWA champion. I have never seen in the history of TWA, aside from a few, such a fighting champion. That's Taking right. on all challengers, all comers. He's like, this is a list of people I want to wrestle. These are the people who deserve these title shots. These are the people that have had won matches to get title shots. He doesn't care. He wants to take everyone on. And that's really admirable, admirable quality. Yes, it is. Um, that brings us to match number three. We were going to have, for the uh, Legacy Championship, Zayden Kane versus Vane Lewis. Unfortunately, um, th- there happened to be a, uh, a family emergency for Vane Lewis, so he wasn't able to be there. But instead, we got TWA newcomer Farino. Farino, a luchador. A luchador. Farino. I was impressed. I was really impressed. He had to stack up against Zayden Kane. Here's the thing. Like, I was impressed with him. He was quick. But Zayden's been in the game for a really long time. Yes, he has. He's he's arguably one of the TWA's, like, best wrestlers, and we have, in my opinion. Did Farino really stand a chance against Mr. Bodybags? I can't really say whether he did or not, but I think he put on a great showing for being against Zayden Kane in his first match. Right. Did you see the pure strength when he 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 hit him with a DVD? He didn't get the pin. He held he, he was holding him across his chest, threw him up over his shoulders like he was lifting weights, squat. I don't know what he was doing. But it, it was, was crazy. It was pure power. I have, like that was a great show of power by Zayden. And plus that cutter he hit when Farino jumped off the top rope. Yep. That was, it was a middle rope. A middle rope? Yep, it was a springboard, and and, and Zayden had it well scouted, and he just nailed him with that. Yeah, cut. like, it, the, he's a veteran, so he understands what's coming, and Farino apparently isn't. I, I don't know if we'll see more Farino in, in TWA. The fans seem to enjoy him. I enjoyed watching him. Like I said, I mean, for a first-timer against Zayden Kane, of all people, I think he held his own pretty well. He can, he can only try so hard, and he can only lose so many matches before he turns it around. March 4th, we're going to try for that Legacy Championship again. Zayden Kane versus 
Vane Lewis. Yes, we are. And I, it's it's been something that's been building for a while, and I am just... I'm many, ready. Many of the fans kept saying, take off the mask, because of what Vane did to Zayden last, last show at, at New Dawn. Yeah, New Dawn... Uh, Remember Vane Lewis said that he had a, a guy picked out. What was it? Whimsical. Whimsical. It was. And it turns out it was just Vane Lewis under the mask the entire time. So right. a lot of people thought Farina was just Vane under the mask once again. Right. Thought he know? was trying to like not have to defend his TWA Legacy Championship. Even Zayden Kane was a little suspe- suspicious. Yeah. Or, yeah, that word. Skeptical? Worked. Skeptical. That's what I was going for. I know Kenny Napper was skeptical. He kept yelling, take off the mask, take off the mask. And then all the fans were yelling, take off the mask. They didn't take off the mask, though. But see, my question is, was it Vane Lewis playing games? Or was it Farino, an actually new luchador wrestler for the TWA roster? I mean, we don't have any say of this. I have no idea where it came from. We're not booking these matches anymore. The board of directors are. Well, for me, I have no idea who for you. Know. <laughs> when you look at it, when you look at it as a as a as the, at the wrestling standpoint, I mean it. What Farino was doing in that ring looked nothing like Vane Lewis, in my opinion. I, I feel like Farino's his own man. But but when we saw Whimsical, you know, there, there were some shades of Vane Lewis in there, which it right. turned out to be him, of course. But Farino, it was it was a completely a completely different style. The way he so, moves everything. Farino is a mystery. So I mean, I hope I hope we see him later on. In so do I. Like I said, great showing for his first time, and and I'm looking forward to seeing him in the future. So we had three great matches before intermission. After intermission. The Road to Glory Rumble. Shall we name the first four competitors? Oh, by the way, let's run down the rules for those of you listening to the podcast that don't know the rules of the TWA Road to Glory Rumble. Because we do things a little differently here in TWA. Four people start. You can be submitted. You can lose by pinfall. Or you can be thrown over the top ropes. Both feet have to hit the floor, obviously. After someone's eliminated, someone else comes out at the 10 count. However, there can only be four people in the ring at the time. So it's kind of like a rumble gauntlet. So uh, shall we get to the competitors? The first four to enter the ring. Okay. First off, yeah, no one told me I wasn't in the rumble. Right. Last year, you and I were in the rumble. Right. So, so I was getting we pretty were... hyped for a minute. I was trying to hype myself up. I mean, I'm not a wrestler. I don't know what I was going to do in there, but I was still trying to get like, okay. We are entertainers. We're here for the ladies. The, the winner of this gets gets a title shot against Mr. Slamuel at the next show, Champions Ball. Right. So, I mean, even even though I'm not much of a, I'm not a wrestler, I don't know what I'm doing per se, but I mean, I was, I was trying to figure out as I go, I was wanting that title shot, you know? Right. You're like, I'm going to pull this off. Speaking of Mr. Slamuel, he was on a uh, guest commentary for the Road to Glory Rumble. That was fun sharing the, the booth with him. Yes, but um, after I found out that uh, we weren't in it, the right. uh, the actual first four came but out. He, but here's the thing. I don't think, I don't know how you were going to win it if I was going to be in it too. Because I was probably going to win it before you would, so. I, I don't know about that. How about this? We would have won it together. Yeah, the WSC would be taking that, taking that top-notch wrestling alliance heavyweight champion home with us. Championship. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Slamion wants to come home with us. He might. Yeah. I mean, we could play some like Nintendo or something. Oh yeah, he sure. seems like a gamer. Play some Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. I don't. I wonder if he's anyway. Back to the Rumble. Back to the Rumble. The first four competitors to come out was the Rogue Joshua. Charles. Joshua Charles. He just had a title shot against Mr. Slamion. He sure did, but he he went back in. He was wanting another title shot. Second, we had Michael Saint. Third, Fumo, the Jungle Cat, which wow. has been a hot minute since we've seen him, right. accompanied by Big Ronnie Bruce, of course, right. and the Human Nightmare, Cage. Man, Cage back in the ring again. Seeing Cage in there made me glad that I wasn't in it, honestly. Now, I mean, we're not going to go through every spot in this thing, but there's going to be some memorable moments we're going to give shout-outs to. How Fumo, 
immediately got tossed. Yeah, I was a little surprised, honestly. Like, I thought he'd have a bigger showing, but it's... And Big Ronnie Bruce just looked at me, and I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, yeah. your guy's not doing too hot. I mean, I don't... It was, he kind of looked at it like it was our fault or something. I'm like, dude, it's just... I don't know. I'm not in the thing, you know? Right. <laughs> but after Fuma was eliminated, there was a 10-second countdown, and uh, TWA newcomer Timothy Boyd came in. He got in the ring and had to square up with Cage. I know, that poor, poor man. Did you see the fingerprints across his chest after Cage chopped him? Oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. He was it, laying them in. It's, it's been two days, and I'm pretty sure he still has those fingerprint marks. Let's say he just didn't last long, and Cage just kind of chucked him out. Speaking of Chuck, the next person to join in was Chuck Chronic. Making his, what, third appearance? Third at or fourth, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's... I know he wrestled Zayden King in the past, and I know he's made a couple appearances, you know, making himself known, I feel like we're probably going to see more of him. I hope so. I mean, I, I've always loved his work in the ring. Uh, um, I mean, he hasn't been the, the nicest person in the locker room, but he certainly hasn't been the... The, the least nice the person. Least, He's just yeah, kind yeah. of not really a lone wolf, but he has an agenda. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah he, I, I feel like I see him, when I look at him, I see his his brain working. Like, he's, he's planning. He's planning to do something big in TWA, so we'll see how that goes in the future. But um, that everyone squared off for a really long time. There was no eliminations for a while. Yeah, they were they were all fighting for position, and and there's a lot of back and forths going on. And then uh, finally, guess who gets dumped? Who? Michael Saints. Michael Saints is out of the, out of the Rumble. I mean, Michael Saints been on a roll lately. He lasted a good decent amount of time. But yeah, he did. He didn't have it. He didn't have it that night. And after Michael Saint was eliminated, we got the Dark Angel Ryan James back in the Rumble. Wow. Ryan James. Ryan James and, and Cage. And guess both what? Came he back. went straight for Cage. Yes, he did. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, a lot of hate after that tag match. I mean, like they definitely have some beef. Right, but you know what I noticed? I noticed how smart Joshua Charles and Chuck Carnick were doing that. They stayed to the corners and they let Cage and Ryan James go at it. it was, I mean, it was smart maneuver. If if these guys are gonna waste their energy on each other, there's no point in, in getting out trying to trying to break them up or anything, you know. But then they both went for ropes, and they were both tossed about the same time because Josh and um, Chuck, I don't know if they were necessarily working together or had that telepathy, but they knew what to do. The other two men hit the ropes. They came and pulled them down. Didn't quite go over, but then they, they, they jumped up, tossed both respective men over the ring. So then two people were eliminated at once. An elimination by Joshua Charles and an elimination by Chuck Chronic. Cajun and Ryan James were out of the rumble. Then here comes the 10-second countdown. Then we have another TWA newcomer, Blackhawk. Blackhawk. This guy, he has the touch and he has the power. Yes, he does. That's a reference to his theme song. This guy was pure American, 1980s, yeah, came pure out classic. The, I love this guy. Yeah, 100%. As came out waving came, the flag. Came out came wear, waving the American flag. The fans were into him immediately. Yeah, the whole the whole arena was chanting USA for him. Like they, the first time seeing him, and they were all in on Blackhawk. And then... Since there were two people, the 10-second count hits again. And then guess who comes in? The unhinged lunatic, Vincent Cross. Oh, man. So, at this point, we have Joshua Charles left in the Rumble. We've got Chuck Chronic, Vincent Cross, and Blackhawk. Yeah, and that was that was a heck of a heck of a lineup to be in there. Honestly, I'm surprised Joshua Charles was still in it at that point. Me, too. Like, he, he, was, was, he was hanging on. After that grueling match with Mr. Slamuel, he's still going strong. So, everyone wrestled a little bit. And then the next elimination was Chuck Chronic. He got he got he got tossed. And then the countdown goes off. We just see a strange video on the screen. Yeah, it was like black and white swirls. It was kind of trancy for a minute. And then finally the words came up. Referee Cameron. Our referee. 
Because referee Cameron and um, big ref Wes was out at the ring. So whoever the board of directors decided, hey, it was time for, for Cameron to be in the ring. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, it, we were in it last year, you know. Right. Like these, these days we should have been in it this year. And honestly, in my opinion, it was a great showing from a ref. Right. Like, he had one of the best uh, flying cross bodies that I've seen in a while. Right. Like he but, got um, some air. Yeah, but it didn't last that long because Mr. Cross tossed him. But but while he was in it, though. Right. It was it was good. Like, he, he, he did really well for a ref. And then the next entrant is Mr. Body Bags himself, Zayden King. You'll see. Accompanied by Coach. Accompanied by the Coach. You're right. What was Zayden thinking entering this Rumble? I know he wants TWA gold, but he's already got a title shot next month at the Champions Ball against Vane Lewis. So, was he thinking, I'm taking both belts? In my personal opinion, I think he might feel like Vane Lewis would try to dodge him again. So, let's say if um, next month Vane Lewis isn't there, he doesn't have a match. But, if he goes on to win the Road to Glory Rumble, then he secures a title shot against Mr. Slamiel. Right. Or, he has both belts. Or, He's yeah, been he on a roll lately. Up. Yeah, so but anyway, what happened next was Blackhawk eliminated. Blackhawk down. Like, he hadn't heard that before. I'm original, vitamin uh, D. Okay. <laughs> so, in the ring now we have Zayden Kane, Vincent Cross, and Joshua Charles still holding on. The buzzer goes off, and here comes renegade Rick Rogers. Honestly, I he was kind of full of rage walking out there. Did you see how mad he was? He's mad all the time. Yeah, but this was like a different level of mad. Like he was, he had determination in his eyes, in my opinion. I, there for a while, I was kind of like, man, Rick, like calm down, brother. You know? Right, and then um, everyone was going at each other for a while. And then, all of a sudden, Vane Lewis's music hits. I was like, is he really here? Like, what's this all about? And apparently, it was just a ploy to distract Zayden Kane, and Zayden Kane ended up getting tossed because of it. Rick Rogers tosses Zayden Kane right out of the match. Now, here's the thing. How did they play Zayden Kane's music? Not Zayden Kane, but how did they play Vane Lewis's music? Was Vane there? Does he have someone on the inside? He might. I mean, he seems like a person who knows people. Mind games. I see mind games leading into the Champions Ball. That's so, all I uh, see. But then another newcomer, EMS. This kid looked like he was about, what, 19? Yeah, 19, 20. Definitely a young face, but he, he, he did pretty well, in my opinion. He certainly wasn't seasoned like some of our veterans. We right. Had. And he was uh, immediately tossed out after about five minutes. I'm not sure who tossed him, but it was... It didn't last too long. And then after EMS gets tossed, here comes Big Rig, and oh, the place goes wild. It was nuts. He busted through that curtain. Like, I couldn't even hear what we were saying on commentary because the place was yelling so much. And uh, the people in the uh, ring didn't do a very good job against him anyway because he kept knocking everyone down. He's a Sidewalk slam, bear hugs. So at this point, we have Rick Rogers, Big Rig, Vincent Cross, and Joshua. Joshua Charles still in the ring. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I, I won't spoil anything, but he, he, he lasted a good while. Our, our, our director of fan relations, Kenny Knapper, was, was keeping us updated on how long he was actually in the Rumble. Like he may have set a TWA record. Well, I, I think he did, but we'll get to that towards the end. Cross, Rick, and Joshua Charles all get together and toss Big Rig out the ring together. And it was smart they, of them. Yeah, they had to work together because he was dominating everyone. But did you see the strength of Big Rig, though? Like, he was hanging on to that middle rope. His feet weren't touching the ground. Like, like complete, just total strength keeping him off. And then, uh, I believe, what was it? Vincent Cross started biting his fingers or something? Yeah, <laughs> like, let he let go. He definitely let go. Gosh, it, like, that strength was, was nuts. And then, um, who may be TWA's most hated man right now, Alexander Crowley enters the Rumble. Yes, he did. And and there is no love for Alexander Crowley. Absolutely not. He was constantly going at the fans, mouthing them, 
knocking people's hats off their head. Yeah, which, which for me, I think that might be a little bit too far. I don't think we should be able to touch the fans. But, I mean, it's 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 not our call to make. We're not general managers anymore. Right, right. I mean, you're right. You're right. The board but, of directors is in charge of all that. Any, any any hate that people have for him is well-deserved, in my opinion. And then, guess who enters the Rumble? Well, someone got eliminated first, Vitamin D. Well, who got eliminated? Alexander Crowley got he eliminated. <laughs> he didn't make it very long. And the fans like, laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Because they really don't like that guy. No, they don't. And then we have the final participant who came in to the Road to Glory The Rumble. final, the fu- number 16, Connor Cross. Who's the man? Everyone just stared. They're like, no, we, we don't we don't need this right now. Suplex after suplex after Connor entered the ring. And, and you got to remember that we we said last month, um, it, it was it was agreed between uh, Mr. Slamuel and Connor Cross that that would be the last time they would face up for that mat, for that title. But Connor Cross entering the Road to Glory Rumble, he could easily secure a title. I know. There's always a loophole, isn't there? Yeah, there is. It, it's That's the way of TWA. So after, <laughs> after suplex and dropping Rick Rogers on his neck, Brutally, Connor Cross tosses Rick Rogers out of the Rumble. Then you have the final three: the unhinged lunatic Vince Cross, Connor Cross, who I hear are cousins. Yeah, I heard they're related. I think, uh, like I was saying, in the family lineage, right? I think early on, um, like their ancestors, like they kind of split ways. Some of them went up towards Canada, and some of them stayed in the local area. You know, what I mean? right? When everybody was during when they were migrating and stuff over from England and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So that, that's why they're that's why they're cousins. Like they, they, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Where was I? At? Okay, there's three people in the ring: Joshua, Charles, Still, Vincent, and Connor. So I will point out that uh, earlier in the match, Mr. Cross, but before he comes in the ring, which which Cross, Vincent, okay, comes over to the announce table and starts running his mouth with us. Oh yeah, he threw he threw water on Mr. Slamuel. Did you see that? I I don't know if he was aiming for me or you or Slamuel or all three of us, but it definitely hit Mr. Slamuel. Yeah, it got a little bit got on me too. It was cold. It was very cold. My point is, Vincent Cross is shady. He'll do anything to anybody at any time to try to win matches or just be a, a total nuisance. And that's how exactly how he won this Rumble. Yes, Vincent Cross won the Road to Glory of the Rumble when he dumped Connor Cross and Joshua Charles out of the ring at the same time while they were trying to throw each other out. It was, I didn't expect it at all, honestly. Um, there for a while, my money was on Joshua Charles. Like, like, like I said earlier, he lasted, I think, a good 45 to 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. At least. He saw an opportunity... Dumped out. Actually, a lot of people thought that Connor Cross was going to win this thing. And I was kind of pulling <coughs> for, jo- for Josh because it's how long he was in there. And I loved the match previously. And I'm like, a number two would be awesome. Exactly. Once Connor Cross came in there, though, like, like, because you got to think, like, Joshua Charles has been in there for, like, a long time. Vincent Cross was in there for a hot minute. Connor Cross, he was fresh. So I thought he was going to take... Oh, take yeah. I mean, and even when he's not fresh, he's hard to throw out of rings. He's hard to beat. He's... But yeah, the winner of the TWA Road to Glory Rumble 2023 is Mr. Cross. So that means he moves on to face Mr. Slamuel for the TWA Championship in the main event next month at Champions Ball. And and I, don't forget, after the uh, after the match, Slamuel went in there to kind of confront him after like, the water thing, right. you know, which is very respectable. He waited till the end to go in. He didn't just try to yeah. be like, hey, that wasn't cool. But uh, Mr. Slamuel actually spit in the face. Of uh, Vincent Cross, that definitely wasn't cool. No, it wasn't. And and these these two people, they just started like just swinging on each other. Like we had to pull security, we had to pull the locker room. Like, like we had to separate. Very them. very intense. Because Vincent Cross, he wants this title. We haven't even seen him in the ring since that time he he left and he punched you in the face for some reason. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. Let me tell you, <laughs> nothing like getting decked by Vincent Cross. Yeah, but uh, 
I'm looking forward to that. So it's going to be intense. That's so I mean, I leading up to next month, we've already got three title matches. We've got the ladder match, first ever ladder match for the TWA Tag Team Titles, Pattersons versus Mayhem Mafia. We have the Legacy Championship match if Vane Lewis doesn't try to get out of it again. Zane Kane versus Vane Lewis, and we have. Vincent Cross versus Mr. Slamuel for the TWA Championship. That right there, those three matches alone are going to sell tickets. Exactly. They're going to sell it's, tickets. They're going to. It's going to be a fantastic night. And that's just three matches. Yeah, it's hard to tell what because else is it's the Champions Bowl. We still got, we still got the Ballroom Blitz, and we've got other matches not not announced yet. That's a good point. The Ballroom Blitz. I forgot all about it's, that. It's tradition every year. Every year at Champions Ball, we do the Hardcore Ballroom Blitz match for the uh, the Ballroom Mask. Basically, people who have won that match. Every year, have moved on to great things in TWA. Yeah, they have. It's kind of like a good luck charm. In my yeah, opinion. it really, it really is. But yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening to in the VIP with the WSE. That's right. Champions Ball is looking great. That's going to be March fourth at the New Haven Community Center. For um, updates, um, see match cards, see little exclusive interviews. Be sure to check out the Top Notch Wrestling Alliance Facebook page at facebook.com/backslash Top Notch Pro Wrestling. Be sure to follow us on the uh, WSE. The World's Sexiest Entertainers on Facebook. That'll be facebook.com backslash WSE319. And the TWA theme song, Among the Immortal, is available on Spotify. Just type in Among the Immortal, Eva Vecos, and it'll come right up. So it's on Spotify, YouTube Music, tons of platforms out there. All the good places. But um, yeah, thanks for joining us with this uh, rundown of Road to Glory 2023. And... uh, Hope to see you all there in March. Thanks for listening, and uh, stay sexy.